Is it a good thing for the Jewish community to have a king? Well, it is a mitzvah in the Torah, but then why is Shmuel Anavi upset when the Jewish people request a king? It all depends on why you want a king. And to understand that, we need to know what is the purpose of having a king. And how does that apply to us today when we no longer have kings? Regarding the mitzvah to appoint a king, which is described in this week's parasha, which says you shall appoint a king over yourselves, is you do a dishayla. There's a well-known question that Barbara and others bring it. When the Yidin approached Shmuel Hanavi and requested, please give us a king, he was very upset about it. Not only Shmuel Hanavi, even the Ebishter said, they have despised me in asking for a king, which doesn't really seem to make sense. Why, uh, why would Hashem be upset about the Yidin asking to fulfill a mitzvah that Hashem had instructed them to fulfill? And it's not just any ordinary mitzvah. There were three special mitzvahs reserved for when the Jews would enter Eretz Yisrael. One of them is to appoint a king. That implies it's not an ordinary mitzvah, but it's a very unique and special mitzvah. In fact, it's even one of those mitzvahs that is contingent on us being in Eretz Yisrael, which already tells us it's, it's a special mitzvah. And then on the other hand, so let's assume that it was the wrong thing to approach Shmuel Hanavi and ask him for a king. If it's wrong, then it should never have happened. Why then did the Eibishter at that time instruct Shmuel Hanavi that he should acquiesce to what they were, ask, were asking for and he should in fact appoint a king. Well, if it's a bad thing, then don't have a king. Tell them straight. It's not appropriate. So to understand that, we need to appreciate what the purpose of a king is. We'll call on something that the Tzemach Tzedek explains in the very famous Mitzvah Minei Melech in Derech Mitzvah that there's really two possibilities of why we should have a king. Chassidus is in Demavur the purpose of appointing a king, Hasidah says, is two things. The one is a more advanced level than the other. So let's start with a simple. Simple reason to have, to have a king is, because as the Mishnah Perikyavis tells us, without that fear of the authority of the king, people would swallow each other alive. There'd be anarchy. So we have to have a structure with a head, that directs us on how to behave. As the Melech, Salon Firnon Ufton, as the Anhogov von Dian Shamedina, Zalzain Koroi, which basically means the king's primary responsibility is to ensure that the conduct of his people, of his country, is appropriate. So you need a king to keep law and order. And the reason for that is because even when your mind understands that there's a way to behave and that you should behave that way, that's actually not sufficient because we know from experience very famously we know that what the eye sees, the person wants and then a person will do things that push the boundaries of law in order to get what they want. Sometimes they'll even transgress. Therefore, you have to have the fear of authority in the form of a king. Because that will ensure that we all behave in the correct, appropriate way. So the basic reason to have a king is to keep society in check. But then there's a deeper reason. 
When the matzav is as amayach sholet ala levit midius, if we had a scenario where everybody had the appropriate control of the impulses because of the focus of their mind, then you won't need a king for law and order because everybody's behaving as they should. They have rational focus, self-control, and a sense of values. You don't need a king to enforce. But there's another reason to have a king. There are certain things. There are certain issues, certain challenges, certain approaches that the people don't have the know-how to be able to work out how to conduct themselves. And therefore, but the king is a king because he's head and shoulders above the people. That's the expression that was used about Shaul HaMelech. So he's a greater person. He has deeper insight. He has a further foresight. And therefore, he understands certain things that the community doesn't naturally understand. And therefore, he gives us instructions on how to behave in areas that we wouldn't have intuited on our own. And now we'll behave in an elevated way because the king has directed us. So we don't need the king to keep law and order. We need the king to allow us the opportunity to engage in things that are beyond what we would have understood and appreciated on our own. That's the real principle of having a king and specifically what makes the king a unique experience for the Jewish nation as opposed to all other nations that need law and order. The Jewish people's ultimate king, of course we know, is Hashem. And therefore, <coughs> the, the expectations and the opportunities that Hashem affords us are very often completely beyond us. On the Melech Bos of Adam, so therefore the physical king, that we appoint, becomes the intermediary who is able to make the Yibishter's kingship more accessible to us. Every single Jewish person is intrinsically a believer in Hashem. And therefore every Jew understands intuitively and even feels that my existence and my success and my life force, it all comes from Hashem. And what that should result in is complete surrender to Hashem. I, I don't exist independently of Hashem. Everything that I have, my life itself, is completely Hashem's gift to me. And therefore, I should totally surrender to what Hashem wants. But it is possible that sometimes we're not conscious of that. And we don't feel this natural bitl commitment to Hashem. Then we need help. We need a human king who will be in a position for whom we have a sense of awe and so therefore we behave and we conform. And as a result of that, our awe of the king and our submission to the king will produce an awe and submission to Hashem. That's the role of the king. That's only if we need it. If the Yidden are of their own accord, behaving in the best way possible. And the best way for a Jewish person to live is with that submission to Hashem, without external input. I am ready to have Bittu Tashem. Then the role of the king and the appointment of the king will be for something completely different and completely elevated. 
Die Madrege ist in der Likus, nicht zukommen. A Jew who is already dedicated to Hashem, who has bittel to Hashem, will still have dimensions of godliness that are fundamentally beyond them. They cannot reach or even perceive those levels of godliness. Because these are dimensions of godliness that are totally and absolutely beyond the human grasp. Says the Melech, the king will help them. The king, as we have mentioned, is head and shoulders in a category of his own and therefore has insight into this dimension of godliness that we don't begin to understand. So the king, being such an elevated person, is able to share this awareness of far higher in insight into godliness with us. And that will elicit from us an even greater and deeper submission and commitment to Hashem. A commitment and, an under, and, and a surrender to Hashem which is fundamentally beyond their rational minds. So we could either have a king to keep us in check or we could have a king to take us to spiritual levels that we had never imagined possible. With that in mind, we can understand the conflict that happens with Shmuel Anovim when they approach him for a king. That's going to answer our questions. Shmuel Anovim had given as the matzah for Nidin Zol Zainan and Eifin. Shmuel Anovim wished and wanted for the Jewish people that their experience of Yiddishkeit should be so advanced and elevated. As is on the statement of Bittul Tzelikus Mitzad Atzmam, that they would already of their own accord have this complete Bittul to Hashem, and therefore Nit Onkumen Dikzu Amelech, they wouldn't require a king to elicit that degree of Bittul on their behalf. If they were to have a king, on the Melech Zol Bazei Poel Zayin Dehechre Dagafon Bittul and Yira, that would be that the king could then take them to an even higher level of Bittul. In other words, Shmuel Anavi expected you as a people get to a stage of complete Bittul Tashem, then we'll introduce a king who will take you to a stage you couldn't even perceive of. Bechal Yira Ilah, which would fit into the broader category of what's called supernal awe of Hashem. That's what Shmuel Anavi wanted. It's not what the Jews asked for. The language the Jews were asked for was a king who will judge us like all the other nations have meaning. They didn't even talk about Bittel. They wanted a king for law and order like in any other nation state. That implies that they were lacking even the first stage of awe of Hashem, which Shmuel knew and expected they should be able to achieve of their own accord. Which is why the Ebesha says, they despised me, they don't have Yerushalayim, they're not in awe of me, as they should be of their own avoider. Okay, so now we understand why Shmuel is upset at what they're asking for. You're asking for the most generic form of a king instead of the Torah's elevated version of a king. So why did he give it to them? Well, now we understand why they so sort to of speak, acquiesced, and said, okay, you need a king, we'll have a king. Because if the reality is that these Jewish people of that time are lacking in fear of Hashem, it doesn't matter if it's their fault or for any other reason. Even though the expectation still remains that the person of their own accord, of his or her own accord, should achieve this level of, of connection and, and, and submission to Hashem. 
can't wait around until you get it right. We can't allow a scenario where until the person gets their their, their ducks in a row, they won't have this relationship and this, this commitment and this um, acceptance of Hashem's authority. And therefore, they have to immediately have a king that is suited to them. A king who will assist them to get to the very basics of fear of Hashem and awe of Hashem and submission to Hashem. Then hopefully in the course of time, hopefully that king will assist the individual to reach the state that they're supposed to have of bitl and fear of Hashem. And then hopefully even beyond that, to the far superior type of Yeres Hashem, which a true king should be able to elicit from them. So Shmuel Navi hoped for more advanced, more committed Yidin, but he had to deal with the reality of the Yidin at the time and therefore and therefore give them a king. As we well know, everything specifically within Torah is there to teach us a lesson. Nowadays we don't have a king in the classical sense. However, we know the Chazal tell us that the modern day kings are our Rabbanim. In the same way as there's a broad mitzvah for the community to appoint a king over the community, over the nation. So we, as individuals, as the Mishnah Prikyavas tells us on two occasions, we have to accept as individuals our personal king, which is our Rav. And the nature of appointing that Rav, that guide, that mentor, that Allahic authority in our lives, we can derive the, the guidance for, for that from the story. Because there are people who claim, simple areas of Judaism, I can work that out on my own, I don't need somebody to guide me. I don't have to ask a Rav uh, about the basics. You know, I, I know. You know, I know basic things. The Mishnah is like, but the Mishnah doesn't say that. The Mishnah says, make for yourself a Rav. Every single Jewish person has to have their go-to Rav, their halachic authority, their mentor, their guide. The person reading this Mishnah says, yes, of course you have to have a Rav for the very advanced areas of Judaism. Then, as When it comes to the basics of Judaism, I know myself, I trust myself. I don't need a mashpia in my life. I can work this out on my own. Unfortunately, the reality check is that the person who relies on their own insight typically over a period of time, doesn't really move and still remains an undeveloped spiritual being. The person still believes, I don't yet have a reason to consult her of. I'll wait for the Ebesh to, to inspire me. And then, don't worry, I'll sort everything out on my own steam. So I'll, I'll find the time, I will become inspired, don't bother me. And, and, and then everything will fall into place. Therefore, we have the instruction and lesson from our parasha, the mitzvah of appointing a king and as the way that it applies today. 
Right, who we're talking to? We're talking about Yidin. And with Yidin, as we have already defined, really the goal of a king is to take us to higher levels that are completely outside of the parameters of what we would normally be able to access. But if a person is lacking in real consciousness of Hashem, whether that is the case or if it's even a concern that it might become the case that a person doesn't have complete Yerashamayim and Chas V'Sholem even degrades Hashem you need a king immediately we need a Rav immediately this is so practical and applicable and then you have other people who say we would we believe in the principle it's that important <coughs> to have the Rav, to have the Mashbiah, I just cannot find anybody who is suitable. You've got to be clear, that is not factual, that is Yetzirah. From Loy Alman Yisrael, because the Ebishter has not left us abandoned. Once it's not Shaykhdim, it says that Zwischen soll nicht sein, einer was hat mehr Arbeit Hashem wie das Hashem von ihm. It's not possible that in the entire community there won't be one person who is more advanced in their relationship with Hashem than I am. Und kann mir das einfallen, Marav? And for sure, if there is such a person, that person can be my mental guide and Rav. Not Rav darf sein, I say. That's why the Mishnah says you've got to do something about it. The word I say has a dual meaning. Not only does it mean to do something, but it means even to force. Like in the context of Tzedakah, where we talk about me'asin, that you force people to give Tzedakah. I've got to force away my own ego in order to accept a mashpia. On your it requires effort, because it's not just going to fall into your lap. A person has to work and push and persevere until they find that personality. Because nobody can trust themselves. It's critical to have a Rav in our lives. And your guide to us, the Gemara promises us. If, you, if we put in the effort, we will succeed in finding it. Any person who genuinely invests in the pursuit of finding themselves thereof, finds themselves thereof. That's, that is factual. The king, uh, sorry, the, the the Rav, who is the personal king of the individual, will learn with the individual the same areas of Torah that the king would have learned to the population when he gathered them all together in Hakel. The Rav will learn with a person first and foremost how we come to have Kabbalah Sol. And then the Rav will work with the person to come to understand and appreciate that the success and bracha that we have in our lives is directly a result of our conforming to what Hashem wants from us. And then when the Rav assists us in getting to the point that we have the entry level of commitment to Hashem and awe of Hashem, then the Rav will even help the person to get to a much deeper, higher level of acceptance and connection to Hashem, something they, the person, the individual, never believed they could attain. This is particularly relevant now as we are at the time of the unfolding of Mashiach. Just as Mashiach is going to arrive. 
And it's particularly relevant because we know that everything, our avoider, produces results which are midah keneged midah. So if we are engaged in having a Rav who teaches us and a Rav who is like a king for us, that king meaning a guide to take us into areas that we don't understand and would never have um, approached on our own accord, that paves the way for Moshe who plays both roles. Rav, Mashiach is going to be the ultimate teacher to every Jew and even to the greatest teachers of Jews. Un Melech, and obviously he'll be a king, Malka Mashiach, as we refer to him, the King Mashiach. And in Hashem, we should succeed in finding ourselves thereof and that way bringing the ultimate Melech, Melech HaMashiach, take it from Yad Mamish.